Hey, everybody, this is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and joining us, as always, is Brent McIntosh. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you today, Brent? Fine, thank you. And once again, we've got a guest with us. Who's joining us? Well, we have somebody who's uh, near and dear to my heart and, and who makes uh, me better at my job and makes our entire team better at what they do. I have my coach with us today. His name is Bill Renault. Bill, how are you? I am absolutely spectacular. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm looking forward to today's podcast because normally you're grilling me with questions <laughs> and, and getting me to check on what I'm doing. And so today it's reverse. I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. And let's start with asking you about you. Tell us about Bill Renault. So it's payback time is what I'm hearing. It, I, I like it is. I'm Again, I've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay, great. Well, let me give you the, the down and dirty quick uh, background. Um, I'm originally Canadian. I'm from uh, Ottawa. I was born and raised in Toronto. And then I escaped to Calgary for many years. So in Alberta. And then I was in uh, Ottawa, which is where my real estate practice was. And I was a realtor in Ottawa for approximately 20 years. And I um, built a... a Pretty successful team. Um, was with Royal Page and then went with Remax. And uh, in 2000 or 2001, don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. I was named the number one realtor for uh, Royal Page in Canada. And then I was with Remax for many years, and I was in the top 100 with Remax for uh, 15 years in that period of time. Um, and then, you know, the world as the world turns, um, I got tired of snow. Bluntly, <laughs> that's really what happened and uh, had done very well. And I sold half my team and brought in a partner and I had a partner for 10 years. And then in uh, that happened in 2001. And then in 2005, I uh, semi I retired, semi retired. And in 2010, I permanently retired from selling real estate. Um, and I got into coaching because that was the passion. Um, it was sort of funny. I liked building the team and that's what I did was build the team. And as I built the team, it was like selling real estate wasn't as much fun as the, the process. And I was, when I was approached to be a coach, I was like, I don't think I can do that. Um, and what happened was that was really what I was naturally meant to be is a mentor and a coach. And that's what our topic is going to be today is specifically is coaching. And, and we're going to look at it from a couple angles. Of course, you're my real estate coach and, and that's uh, you're and you're very good at that. And, and um, but we're going to talk, make this topic about coaching. So it's not going to be specific to real estate coaching. It's going to be um, coaching in general. So uh, you just said it. But again, when did you start coaching? What year was well, it? I started coaching, I had to go back and look at this when you asked me this question, it was 2001, wow. 20 years ago. And, and how does one become a coach? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, there's, there's several certification programs and so on and so forth that you can get uh, as that have developed. Coaching has come online in the last 20, 25 years. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I'm not a certified coach. Um, by, I don't have a degree in coaching, but I have business acumen. And so I come from this, this school of coaches that are, I've done this. This is how you do it. Um, this is how I can help you. Um, but there are many different types of coaches. So there are um, life coaches, which usually get certified because you're dealing with people's 
um, psyche and personalities. My focus is really on business. And even though this is not just real estate, I specialize in real estate. That's what I know. And, and what do you think makes someone a good coach? Ooh, that's a <laughs> tough question. Um, I'm going to go back to two of my mentors. Number one would be Howard Britton. And he taught me, and he was the guy who got me into coaching originally. And it would be, is get out of judgment and get into curiosity. Yeah, so and you've said that to me many, many times <laughs> over the years. These are going to be all the same terms you've heard for years. Yes. <laughs> um, but get out of judgment, get into curiosity. And so that for me is about uh, coaching as a coach is I'm just trying to find out where your head's at. My job as a coach, as I see it, is not to instill my goals for you. My job as a coach is to find out what your goals are and to help you define the, the way or the process to get there. Right. Okay. And I, I'll be honest, I got into coaching because I had a coach. Um, I was lucky enough to be one of the top realtors in my city in very quickly. And it was like, who do you talk to for advice? Who do you use as a sounding board? Right. And, you know, I looked around, it was like everybody, every athlete or person had a mentor and a coach. It was like, okay, this makes sense. You know, if you want to be, if you want to be better at what you do, find somebody who's better than you are or had more experience or give is a sounding board. Right. And, and well, I mean, you look at the, the PGA golfers, you look at uh, football players, hockey players, uh, the best in the world all have coaches to make them better. I always say how many Olympic athletes, do you know, that don't have a coach. Yeah, none is the answer, of course. And you said there was a second mentor. Yeah, well, the, the first one was Howard Britton, and, and, and the second one was really, um, you know, learning from my mo- my broker at the time, Heather Skews, was was a mentor and really encouraged me to like to to share the knowledge and bring more people in, and, and it was like that was what was fun. Um, I like building the team. Yes. Um, do you think it's important to have walked the walk, so to speak, to be a good coach? That's um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. It is. Personally, <laughs> Aren't I a devil? <laughs> but personally, yes. That's mm-hmm. my personal belief. Um, because I think that, although I do coach people now who far exceed what I ever did, sure. um, but that's partially because it's obtainable now. I remember when, you know, I did the, uh, broke a a glass ceiling. Nobody in our company had ever broken, you know, seven figures in in income in a calendar year. Mm -hmm. And now, 20 years later, that's sort of entry level to the top 1%. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's like the one minute mile, you know, it's not a one minute mile anymore. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah, the four minute yeah, mile. Four minute mile, sorry. Yeah. Thank it, you. As soon as as soon as it was the first time the first person that did it, um, it, it got that record got broken over and over in, in the next few years. As, and that's the it, point. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. So there's never there's never a top. You can always you can always do better, you can always learn. And I say it's 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 not about change, it's about never ending improvement. Yep. Just one percent. What's the best part of your job? <laughs> Other than you, uh, no. <laughs> I, well, I, I, say that. I think I think I'm the answer to the, the next question, actually. But uh... <laughs> okay, what's the best part of my job? The best part of my job 
is looking backwards, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. um, I was lucky enough to be um, invited. We're, I'm, I'm talking to you today. I'm semi-retired. I live in Miami, Florida now. Uh, so I, I call I call I live in paradise. There is no snow. Um, hmm. There are hurricanes, but there's no snow. Yeah, there's a hurricane and, today for the, yeah, the day exactly. we're recording this. No tropical this. storm. We're only oh. a tropical storm. So oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but when I look at that, that's about being at being at choice and and making sure where you want to be. So what was the question again? So what's the, the, the looking backwards? Part. So I was invited to Washington D.C. last week, two weeks ago to a client that I've worked with for 10 years now. And when I started working with them, they were, for five years, they were sort of capped at a level. And they were a team at that time of four or five people. Um, and they were doing about, you know, um, you know, just breaking seven figures in GCI and about 40 million in, um, in sales volume, which is popular in the US. And now I was working with that team who have a better quality of life, the leaders do. They have all together 16 people that they work on this team. They're going to break 200 million in, in revenue and they have a better quality of life. And mm -hmm. I'm sitting around the room with these people and realizing that I can look back and remember and some of the players are still the same people. And so that's the thing that's the fun part. And what is the most frustrating part of your job? Again, other than you, no. <laughs> <laughs> the frustrating part is quite often, and I and, and you asked me some of these questions ahead, and I had to really think about this. I don't get frustrated because I get out of judgment. I do get into curiosity. Mm -hmm. But what, if there's anything that frustrates me, it's that I see more potential in people usually than they see in themselves. And I think... And I hope that my coach saw that in me. And that's why I've done better. And I, I did better. I did better than I ever thought. I, you know, I have a grade nine education. I was a high school dropout. I wow. quit work at, I quit work at 15, quit school at 15 to go to work because my father died. And I, I'm one of eight kids. My mother worked in a dry cleaner. Like it was, I'm, this is not a hard luck story. Mm -hmm. I'm street smart. I'm educated, you know, very educated. Um, I've talked to thousands of people, but you can do whatever. And I've had mentors along the way that have helped me. And that's one of the things I always say, I always hire people smarter than me. Hmm. So that's one of the things I learned from one of my coaches. Don't hire people who you have to tell what to do. Hire people who take you where you want to go. That's some new information that I didn't know that you were a high school dropout. <laughs> Great nine. Yeah, that, that, you didn't that, know that? That wasn't on your website. It's not. <laughs> no. Um, let, let's let's go a little bit broader um, in, into other businesses and, and other walks of life. Who should hire a coach? What? You know, that's a million-dollar question. You should hire a coach if you want to grow and if you're not growing at the level that you want to grow at, I guess. So it's personal. Um, I hired a coach because for me – it was, I needed somebody as a sounding board, number one. Mm -hmm. I needed somebody to push me, number two. I Number three, somebody to hold me accountable. You know, my biggest fear is embarrassment. And so for me, and I just told you something I didn't, didn't want to share with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> my biggest fear is embarrassment. So I want to, I quite often, one of my coaches mentored me to tell people what my goals were. Yeah. Because then I had to achieve them because it would, I would be embarrassed if I didn't get there. 
Uh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. And I far exceeded any goal. If you had told me, you know, 30 years ago that I'd break seven figures in income in a year, I tell you, you were nuts. It's not possible. Sure. But you said it out loud. Yeah. And you told people and then it happened. Who should and, and, and did it many times over. Yeah. Who should not hire a coach? What type of individual do you think would where, where that would be a waste of, of, of their, their budget? <laughs> people are looking for the magic pill. Ah, shortcuts. That's what I always say. And I say it all the time. Um, there is no little blue pill here. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, you can go buy that. This is about, <laughs> there's no quick fix. It's about, um, you have to put in the work. And that's why I say to my, my coaching clients, the ones who've done it, uh, the people in Washington, um, they do the work. I don't do the work. Yeah. I help them and mentor them, but they do the work. So you can't get on and expect somebody else to do it for you. Right. What kind of results would, should one expect from coaching? I tell everybody at least five times what your investment is. So oh. in other words, if you're going to invest in a coach, mm-hmm. and I, and I, by the way, let's be really clear on this. It doesn't have to be monetary. Right. Okay. Because sometimes for me, um, when I was growing so fast in business, what I did not have was I did not have balance. Yeah. I didn't have life. Right. Balance. And so for me, the biggest thing I, uh, for me, when I was really growing the most was how to learn how to manage a business. Um, I knew how to sell. I did not know how to manage money. Um, I did not know how to look at a financial statement. Yeah. And now those things are easy for me. I, I mean, I'm lucky. I got into real estate at 38. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough to, um, build a, a team and a business that, that was saleable and uh, that by 55, I was able to financially retire. You've answered this a little bit just with this last answer you gave, but how should someone track those results of, of when they do hire a coach and how do they know it's working? You know, it, some of it's subjective and some of it's just like, look, look at it. I, I call it um, a SWOT analysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, SWOT analysis is so simple. Um, take an a, a eight and a half, an 11 sheet of paper, write a, a vertical line and a horizontal line. Yeah. And you now you have four quadrants. And in each quadrant, you'd put S is strength, W is weakness, third is opportunity, and force is threats, like a threat. Somebody's being attacking you. And yeah. so start listing those things and say, so here's what I want to accomplish. Am I doing better, worse? Etc. And you could do the same thing for financial. You could mm-hmm. do the same thing for personal life balance. You could say for your relationships. So it depends on why you hire a coach. There's life coaches. If you're hiring to get balance in life, you know, to me, life business should, should uh, fund the life you want to live. Business should not be your life. No. And, and that's a great quote. Let's talk a little bit more specific back to the way you do your coaching for your real estate clients and what's involved with a typical client. When, when a real estate agent calls you to hire you, um, you know, I guess, take us through the process. Okay. So my biggest thing is, is discovery first. And, right. and the discovery for me is usually a lot of questions and a lot of questionnaire. It's a little bit like, um, it's like any relationship. It's, it's a little bit of dating, getting to know the person mm-hmm. and understanding who the person is. And, my job is to help people do a couple of things. One is 
identify their goals. And in most cases, realtors are a little narrow with that. It's usually about money. Mm-hmm. Second time it's time, but it's usually about money. Yeah. And then breaking that down and go, really, is it really about money? And finding out that it's not. Mm-hmm. And finding, and so getting, helping them get that clarity about what it is that they want. Um, and then the second step is then helping them to achieve those goals. So I would say it's, and you're going to love these words, Brett, you've heard them a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I could probably go beep, beep, and you just say them, but they are, you know, clarity and discipline. So the first step I do with people is help them get clarity of what the goal is they want. And then the number two step is get the discipline to achieve the goal they want. Mm -hmm. Did that answer your question? Yes. Let's talk about a typical day in the life of Bill Renault. (laughs) Typical day in the life of Bill Renault is um, I'm a morning person. Okay. I'm just naturally a morning person. Um, Everybody's different. So typically I would get up um, and for me, an hour to two hours before my first coaching call, clear and focused. Um, I'm one of these people, I'm a list person. So I've done my list the night before or things that I want to accomplish. Everything's I'm prepared. Yeah. Uh, anal, anal retentive party of seven. Um, <laughs> I usually go to the gym or something in the first thing in the morning to get, you know, um, go for a walk or the gym or pool or what have you. Um, and then, the next step is getting myself organized for my, my calls. Um, and as, as a client, you know that I do what I call a pre-coaching form. And so I've asked people, what are their biggest priorities? What are their successes from our last conversation? What are the challenges? And that helps me to identify where their head's at. So that, uh, and then part of it, the hour before a coaching call is about me getting mentally into the right place. Yeah. Bluntly, you don't hire me as a coach to get like, Hi, Brent. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm never okay, right? You are never. You are always coming out of the phone uh, at 100% every single yeah. time we talk. And that's important because that, mm-hmm. as a mentor and as a coach, that's my job. I must get into to role and, and I'm human. So even if I don't feel 100%, but I'm in my role and that's my job. And that's what I do. Yeah. And it feels good at the end of the day. So it's not fake, but it's, you have to be in your role. So I allow myself time to prepare for that. And then I'm lucky enough to work by choice now. Sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I'm, I'm semi-retired. I work um, three days a week coaching. Yeah. And in those three days a week coaching that I work, um, I really only work. Uh, so I do calls, you know, four calls a month, typical with a the client. They're half an hour each. Um, and so I, and I carry right, roughly my goal is 25 clients. I've got a few more than that right now. So that's like 12 and a half, 13 hours a week. It's not like rocket science. So I'm leisurely, I have a call, then I have a, a, a half an hour break to get myself ready for the next person. Yep. And then a call and a half an hour break. Um, and I'm finished by two, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And then I can enjoy living in paradise. And one of my mentor virtually is I've read a lot of Sir Richard Branson, which does the same type of concept, runs his businesses, works mornings, and then yeah. the rest of the day is mine. Oh, isn't that cool? And what, and, and well, speaking of that, so what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun other than talk to you? Yeah, well, I mean, that I think seems I, like I it would be a blast. For entertainment. That's what I, <laughs> I think I said that to you in the last couple of calls. Yeah, yeah. Um, really yeah. for me is, is I used to do, I've done a lot in diff- different things is, um, 
like a garden, believe it or not. It's sort of interesting. We have probably in our property here in Florida, probably 250 uh, live orchid specimens within our, our property. So, you know, that that's a relaxation part. Um, but I usually, you know, five times a week, at least probably I, I spend time in the pool swimming or whatever, go to the gym. I used to do long distance bike riding. I, I live in Miami now. So bike riding is sort of like um, being a suicide kamikaze pilot, you know, <laughs> you know driving, uh, riding a bicycle with traffic here is not the best thing. So yeah. I've sort of let that slide. Uh, I'm in my mid sixties. So not um, just not out there biking as much, but just enjoying life. I have another business, which is fun. Um, and so this allows me to play. Let's talk about something that's going to affect me someday. And, and um, how much longer are you going to be doing this? <laughs> <laughs> the big question, right? Yes. How much longer am I going to do this? Yeah. I get to ask that regularly. And, and you know what? I tell people as long as I'm relevant mm -hmm. and as long as it's fun. I've been coaching you how many years? Oh, boy. Over five, I think, in total. Yeah. Um, exactly. I, I'm five or six. I'm trying to think what year we hired you. And... and um, Maybe even longer than that, by the way. It, it's, seven. it's been seven uh, years. Okay, there you go. Okay, it's time flies. Well, my it's, average client, my average client is between five and ten years. Mm -hmm. That's my average. Um, and so for me, it's about as long as I'm still relevant and helping people. I want to. I want to do this. I don't want to. But it's being relevant. So as the market changes and helping people, mentor. And because I'm really a business coach, not necessarily a life coach, is a business coach. Yeah. You know, it's about understanding financial statements, building net worth, um, making sure that you know where you're going and when you want to get there. Do you have an exit strategy or, or a retirement strategy? You did you know, it out for, of real estate. Uh, for, for me, um, I did that. I, re I retired, you know, a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, it's having pa passive income and having a cash flow coming in. That's, that's why I have another business as well. But for real, for, for, coaching, I'm sure in, in, when I decide it's time to slow down, I'll probably bring in uh, somebody that I think that will be suitable to help the clients I currently have to mentor somebody in helping them. I also collaborate with other coaches on a regular basis. So I'm working with a group of coaches monthly. We get together uh, and share ideas. And we've worked, especially with COVID this year, it was, it was, um, it was fantastic having that group. And they're from all across I used to say North America, but it's not. It's across the world now. I have uh, one of the coaches I work with is out of Spain. I have another one who's in Paris. I have one in Vermont, uh, one in uh, California, Arizona, um, and Colorado, and, and Toronto. And we talk on a monthly basis. So we're sharing what's happening in the world and what's happening with people. Um, so one of those people will probably transition to some of my clients and help them in that regard. Well, I, I can give a testimonial as we wrap up here for any real estate agents who might be listening that Bill is is the best and, and um, kind of one of the secrets of my success. So, so thank you publicly. I, I appreciate everything you've done for, for me and our team uh, over the years. You've been tr truly a godsend. And uh, how does one find you if they were looking to hire you? How do people find Bill Renault? It's, I'm, not hard, I'm, I'm not a secret. Um, it's <laughs> Renault Coaching, R-E-N-A-U-D Coaching com so it's fairly simple but I will tell you I'm not uh, a coach for everybody I don't um, I, I don't take on many clients it's a matter of, uh, of referral I'd say 
99.8% of my business has been by referral um, or people who I coached and decided to take a break and have come back. Um, but it's usually by referral or, and then we have to make sure that we have a relationship in that I, I want to understand what you're trying to achieve. If I don't think I can help you, I'll tell you up front, I don't think I can help you, but I'll put you in touch with a coach that can. That's So it's about making sure that the right connection is there. Well, thanks again for joining us. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate everything you've done for me for, apparently, um, the last seven years. <laughs> so thanks again, Bill. All right. Keep well. It's a pleasure. It's nice to be of service. You know, I just wish that he had brought more energy to this uh, podcast, uh, Brent. Uh, I feel pumped up just sitting here listening to all this. Uh, hey, I get to I get to speak with Bill every single Friday, nice. and, and Friday is my best day of the week. Hey, Bill, thanks for your time. We'll also have your contact information on our show notes as well, so uh, thanks for joining us. And Brent, how does everybody get a hold of you? For those who are looking to buy or sell a house in the Edmonton area, you can reach us directly at 780-464-0075 or find us on the web, macintoshgroup.ca. Bill, thanks for your time. Brent, thanks for your my, time. And of course, uh, we'll uh, be checking in with you very, very soon. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and we'll see you next time.